I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Did you know that counting both free and paying users, Zoom has 300 million daily meeting participants, an increase of 2,900 percent since December 31st, 2019, when they had about 10 million daily meeting participants logged on. Wow, Zoom has really, really benefited from the pandemic, isn't it? But has the Zoom customer experience held up? Let's find out on this episode with Smarter Earth said. Now let me give you some context for this episode. What I wanted to figure out with you guys was how serendipity plays a wonderful, wonderful part in teaching a class, and also share something with you on customer experience design because that was the class that I was teaching just a few days back to my uh, undergraduate class at Flame. It was the most interesting experiment. What I try to do is keep this experience. Of a customer experience design course, um, interactive, which means that I like to get people to um, do some work in breakout sessions that you can have on Zoom um, immediately as soon as early as the first class itself. So what I wanted to actually teach my class was uh, two key things. One is the mindset that you need to have um, about how do you build. the best kind of customer experience design the kind of mindset you need to have actually as somebody who's the designer and it had two aspects to it as i said one aspect was to have a beginner's mind and something that i will cover in a you know a latter day episode and the second is about teamwork how you have to cooperate and collaborate with other team members who are all trying to design the same experience so what i told them just to keep it easy because i hadn't taught the class any uh, principle of customer experience since this was the first class just to give you a bit of a context was to get them to uh, just improve the zoom experience because you know all of them had experienced zoom for such a long time they were giving galis left right and center to zoom because they were really missing the in class experience like all of us are doing and uh, i broke them out into sessions i said okay here's 10 15 minutes for you uh, why don't you try and make the zoom experience uh, better right for every participant and after those 10 15 minutes were up i started listening to various beautiful answers from this class and um, you know some guys said okay the attendance taking is a bit of a drag because the by the time the professor finishes it there's 6 to 8 minutes gone of the lecture and it's really boring and you have to keep going back to the participant who has not been able to you know log in or log out at the same time and you know the typical zoom problems that people uh, face and especially students and teachers face and um, it was a very good sort of session people were giving feedback and the question that i was asking them was how did you guys actually um decide which idea because what i'd asked the group to do was individually think of ideas before getting uh, them into the breakout session how did you guys decide which idea amongst the group was better and which was the worse uh, or ideas which were you know kind of um combined together or ideas that were thrown away and people had a bit of laugh saying this idea was really stupid or this idea was good and we combined these ideas and and the rest of it and um, the discussion went on and then suddenly i i got hit by a bit of a brain wave and i said okay so now imagine that 
if you had to get the best possible suggestions from uh, the breakout session that you had, how would you redesign the Zoom experience? You got it? Let me say that again. So if they had to do the same experiment again, the same breakout session again, but with a job of doing the best possible meeting that they had with the group, okay, how would they do it? How would they allow for the best idea to flourish? How would they allow for an even better idea than the best idea to, to actually take shape? What needed to change in the Zoom interface? And that's when the class took a very interesting turn. They said, oh, okay, so if we had to design the meeting and the interaction, then I would do this and then I would do that. And I will not get into the details of the solutions that they, because there were so many and they were all so wonderful. But you know what the most important thing that came through was? That people came up with a better customer experience for Zoom when they forgot about Zoom. And when they focused on the reason why we are using Zoom. And for that breakout session, the reason why people were using Zoom was to have a better collaborative experience to come up with a solution. And this was an unplanned lesson in my class. Because what we realized as a class and as a teacher, I, I was quick to point it out to everybody that maybe it is not about designing the interface but the reason why we are trying to use the interface in the first place. Now, this is a very common sort of um, thing, to be honest, uh, for an experienced customer experience designer, because they will know that they have to start off with an objective and they have to look beyond the interface and they have to look at the journey and they have to look at uh, why people are using in the interface in the first place. But when you make the whole thing experiential itself, when you make the whole thing, uh, you know, uh, very active in people's minds by getting them to actually face the problems that they're facing and then try and solve those problems, I think it becomes real. And that's what happened in this wonderful class of mine. What actually worked was every student managing to look beyond the interface and into the reason why people were using the interface. That just makes the whole area of customer experience design extremely outcome focused, extremely not interface focused and the real meaning and purpose of designing an experience can come through. What a wonderful feeling I had as a teacher because it was not a planned lesson but it certainly contributed to the experience of my class. Wow, this is a meta, meta episode, isn't it? Because I was thinking of, you know, talking about Zoom, talking of the customer experience designed for Zoom, looked at going beyond that as an experience, designed the whole thing as an experience for the class. My God, I'm ending up confusing myself. But truth be told, if I have to become 1% smarter, okay, I'll use or take away two things from this specific rant of mine. First is, Allow for serendipity to happen, okay, in any meeting for the best possible solutions. That's what happened with the students. And the second is to actually look beyond the interface if you're trying to improve the experience. Whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a website, whether it's an app, whether it is just a process or a system that you're trying to follow. Forget about trying to improve the thing itself and improve what you're trying to achieve, okay? Okay through the thing. 
and then suddenly becomes a wonderful experience. I hope you like this diary or episode or whatever you want to call it of mine. If I was the traveling professor and it was the traveling professor's diary, this experience would have been this diary entry. If it is smarter with Sid and we are getting 1% smarter, it is an episode and an episode wherein we can learn this magical lesson of designing the interface. No, not really. Designing the experience. And if you like podcasts like these, my friends, just go on to IVM Podcasts and you'll find a lot of good stuff out there. Just download the stuff and you'll enjoy yourself. And hey, if you like what I'm saying, I do say a lot of things on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'm the traveling professor. Do reach out to me. I don't bite. And until next time then, until next time. Bye.